think what I get so fascinated by and I'm, I'm so passionate about is that we need to, number one, recognize and be aware of our nervous systems. And number two, give them the uh, emphasis they deserve, which is they are driving our lives. You're listening to the High Performance Health Podcast, helping you optimize your health, performance, and longevity. My name is Angela Foster, and I'm a former corporate lawyer and high performance health coach. Each week, I bring you cutting edge biohacks, inspiring insights, and high performance habits to unlock optimal health, performance, and longevity. So excited that you've chosen to join me today. Now, let's dive in. Hi friends, in this week's Bite Size episode, you're going to hear a clip from my interview with Eliza Kingsford. If you want to listen to the full episode, it's episode 261. I think this little clip is really valuable because in it, we're talking about resiliency and how you need to build capacity through recovery. And this is something that I see so often with my clients and my program members. When I'm looking at their data, we actually track their live data on heart rate variability to see what's going on during the day, not just the night. And the thing that I found is that what you do during the day has a profound impact, not just on your ability to be calm and focused and really be able to give that present moment attention during the day, but it also really impacts your sleep and your recovery and your ability to build what's known as sufficient capacity overnight. So we want to see that even though you're kind of, you may be depleting resources across the day, particularly if you've got a very busy day, that you're actually able to build capacity overnight. And that relies on you getting really deep rest and relaxation and deep sleep in addition to REM sleep. And it's surprising in, in a certain way about how much what you do during the day informs that process because when you build in micro recoveries during the day, you tend to sleep much better at night. And the other thing I've noticed as well is when you're living in alignment with your goals and values and you're in what's known as residence, resonance, even though you can be very sympathetically driven all day, you still continue to build greater capacity at night. So it's a really super interesting area. If you're interested in this, I talk about it in my Facebook community, High Performance Health community. I'll put a, the link to that community in the top note in the show notes. It's something I spend a lot of time on with my clients and program members. But for now, enjoy this clip with Eliza. And if you want to listen to the full episode, it is episode 261. all of the things we think, feel, say, and do originate first in our nervous system. The, so for instance, you know, being in a flow state requires, it requires a state of nervous system regulation. Because if you are activated by the things that you're stressed out about or the to-do list that you have to do or, um, you know, the fight that you just had with your spouse, if you are activated in that sympathetic state, you don't have access to the flow that would allow you to be creative, whatever you're trying to create in the flow. And so if, you know, his idea of whatever it is that keeps him in that flow state out of when he's actually trying to get work done um, is part of making sure that he's not activated going into the flow state. And this is the thing is that, for instance, let's say you put an hour in your calendar to, you know, get something done for work, be in the flow state. That's good and great. Glad that you did that. But if you carry a dysregulated nervous system into that state, it's not going to be productive. Your system is going to drive you to do the things to try and regulate itself. So for some people, that's food. For some people, that's scrolling. For some people, that's checking email. For some people, that's, you know, um, these sort of shallow tasks of check these boxes. 
and we never get into that flow state and we go, oh, I'm just not disciplined. No, you are dysregulated. And until you are regulated, you're not able to have access to those, uh, like I said, executive functioning part of your brain that gives you access to creativity and flow. So I think what I get so fascinated by and I'm, I'm so passionate about is that we need to, number one, recognize and be aware of our nervous systems. And number two, give them the um, emphasis they deserve, which is they are driving our lives. If you are sympathetically activated or or in dorsal shutdown, you are going to execute a certain way of thinking, feeling, talking, behaviors. You're going to do things differently when you're in those states. When you're in a eventually safe, connected state, you're going to do things different. And if we don't start to recognize this and sort of live from that state, that's where we think that we don't have willpower, we don't have discipline, we don't have, you know, there's just something wrong with us, and we, you know, kind of spiral further and further down. I find that when when people really learn the ins and outs of this, how to recognize their own and then work with it, um, it's like a sigh of relief. They're going, oh, there's nothing wrong with me personally, right? It's a tracking of the cues that my physiology is picking up on all day, every day. And no one is immune to this. We all have a nervous system and all of them are picking up on cues all day long. Differently, right? Like they're, you know, different cues based on how we were raised. That's a whole other conversation, but um, different cues, but all of us have them. So it's this thing that we share as humanity. We have a nervous system, but if we could all start, recognizing it and addressing it from that safety state first. I mean, I, I believe that the, the sort of, this is the way that we change the world. This is the way we change how we communicate with one another, how we do lives, how we do business, how we do health. Everything sort of originates here in our nervous system first. So let's talk about, because it's fascinating, how do we recognize first of all, and then we can talk about how to change it, where we are because sometimes people will feel like yeah it's just like I've had an amazing day even my kids will say this to me like I feel like it's going too well do you know what I mean so mm. like and it's funny isn't it because they've just been like conditioned that something then happens at school and it's yeah. like oh no it's because I thought that when it wasn't at all um yeah so when how how do we kind of assess and should we be kind of checking in with ourselves when we wake up like wh- how do we find out where we are first because we can't change it until we yeah. know right we bring awareness yeah. Yeah. Um, I love walking people through um, one of my mentors is, is Deb Dana and she created this sort of personal profile map. Um, and I call it sort of the flavors of our nervous system because everybody's flavors are completely different. Um, for instance, a colleague of mine uh, and I that we work really closely together, her, the flavor of her ventral system, which is safety and connection is, you know, a, a a party with lots of people and, and connecting and there's, you know, dancing and music and all that kind of stuff. Like that feels safely connected to her. That is ordering on sympathetic activation for me, right? The party and the dancing and the music, too much stimulation, too many inputs, right? Like for my system, that feels like almost activation. My system connected state has to do with nature, calm, soft, quiet, peaceful, right? 
And to her, that might feel like, oh, geez, Mm. right? So this is, and that's where it gets so interesting is that walking people through their own states, so your own flavors, and it is unique to you. My husband's is not the same as mine. My daughter's is not the same as mine, right? So, well, ours are similar because we're in the same family, but, you know, it's different from, from person to person. So you, you want to map out the flavor of your own state. So when I say safe, connected, creative, um, joy, all of those sort of words would describe the ventral vagal state of connection and safety. And you would want to say, all right, what are the descriptors of my ventral vagal state? You would want to take a moment and think, what makes me feel safe and connected? Who makes me feel safe and connected? What's the environment? What are the smells? What does it look like? What does it sound like? How do I know? What are the cues inside my body? Like, am I feeling a big sigh? Am I feeling warm? Right? You start to really describe, get very descriptive about what that state feels like. I have people write it down. We sort of map it out. Who's there? What's it look like? What does it smell like? Sounds, all that stuff. Then we move to the sympathetic state, which is fight or flight, mobilization, right? Activation, mobilization. So your body has just sensed there's a lion coming out of the grass and there's activation, there's mobilization, right? Where in your life do you sense that? Again, description, who's there? What does it sound like? What's going on? What kind of environments? Where do you feel it? Work, gym, home, friends? You want to just start to pull in examples from your own life. So, for instance, for me, and I have oftentimes with adults, I have them describe a place that would sort of um, be a be a representation of synthetic. So, for me, the place is New York City. For me, it's overstimulating. Too many sights, too many people, too many noises, too many blinking lights, too much going on all at once. It's too much in my system. Or it's to-do lists that never get checked off. Or it's feeling like you're always behind, right? Something like that. For somebody else, New York City could be amazing. Oh, my gosh, I'm totally ventrally regulated in New York City. So it's not a right or wrong answer. It's just getting to know what's the state of your system, right? And bringing in as much description as possible to be able to describe that. Have people write it down, you know, so that they can always go back and add to it. You know, now now that they become aware of it, they go through their day and go, oh, that got me into sympathetic. Write that down. Right. The grocery store line that's too long. The moment that you're stuck in traffic. Right. You can feel your system getting activated. Write all those things down so you become aware of it. And then the third system is shut down. Right. So it's that. um not to go into the whole science of nervous system here, but dorsal vagal is the other side of, of parasympathetic. And it's shut down. It is the body saying, I didn't have the energy to fight. Now we're in danger. I'm going to shut it down, protect this last bit of energy that we have. It's shut down. So that's immobilization, shut down. That's dorsal. And we want to get a sense of what does that feel like for you? right? Individually. Is this when you just can't take it anymore and you numb out with food or TV or for some people substances, right? Or um, sleep, right? 
or sleep, or, or sleep. I remember as a, can't get out of bed, child, right? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. yeah, or if someone had an argument with me or something because I don't really enjoy that confrontation. Yeah, I just go to sleep. Go and lay down. You just go to sleep. sleep. Yeah, just go to sleep. So that's a perfect example. Yeah. Yes. And that's your body saying, I don't have the capacity to have this conversation for whatever reason. I'm going to protect myself and go to sleep. That is an example of dorsal shutdown. Yeah. And so now we start to bring awareness to it. And we start to go like you're you're connecting these dots right now going, oh, I did that when that happened. And I went to sleep as a child. Now you think about what do I do as an adult? Right. Do I, you know, if my husband and I get in an argument. How do I react? Right. Do I leave the room? Do I explode? Do I shut down? You know, whatever. There's no right or wrong to this. And the, the point in this exercise is not to judge ourselves for our reactions. It's to just become aware of them. Oh, this is an indicator that I've reached my limit here and my body is responding by doing this. How interesting. That first step is just building Awareness of the states of our system. I was actually training a company on this um, a couple of weeks ago, and the um, one of the um, one of the employees said, "Oh my gosh, that's what happens to me on Voxer. When I get a Voxer message, I'm noticing my heart is racing, and, and I, you know, I'm starting to get activated." And the story around that was like, I have to respond, and if I don't respond, then they're going to think I'm not working right. So he's activated in his system. When he receives a Voxer and it's just, it's interesting to note, right? We don't need to make, um, we don't need to make meaning of it. We just note it so that now we can build capacity in the system and do it differently, right? Once we're aware of what happens to us. And can I ask a distinction between um, the sympathetic state and the part of the vagus nerve, the first one that you said that's activated, what did you call it, where you're in that creative space, which is like ventral. Yep. ventral. Ventral vagus. If you enjoy this podcast, visit femalebiohacker.com and be part of a special community of women looking to optimize their mind, body, and spirit. If you're tired of sifting through countless websites and books to find the answers to your questions about nutrition, fitness, hormones, mindset, spirituality, and biohacking, the search is over. I've done the research for you and every week we go live with in-depth masterclasses, Q&A calls and monthly challenges to help you transform your life. And when you join the collective, you'll have access to a wealth of information, including deep dive masterclasses and biohacking toolkits on our members' favorites like metabolic flexibility, gut health, stress and resiliency and stepping into your most empowered self. Get access and be coached by me and my team and level up your health, career, and life all for less than a dollar a day. Go to femalebiohacker.com or click the link below to get started. And I'll see you on the inside.